Welcome everybody. There we are, a new Flower Circus Talks. And today we have a very special guest, a man with a lot of talents. I mean, if it grows, he makes something nice with it. Flowers, trees, plants, everything. So I'm really pleased uh, to have him today in the Flower Circus Talks. So uh, without further ado, let's quickly get uh, Keith Lynn into the live stream. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I already said if it grows, you make something really beautiful out of, out of it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some of your work uh, and hopefully live I will see more after the pandemic as well. I mean, yes, definitely. It's amazing. And people today, it's not only about flowers and plants, it's also, uh, I think, uh, a travel episode uh, where we're going to explain you where to travel next because uh, we've got some great places to show you today. And if you have any questions for Keith, uh, please ask them uh, in the comments so we can uh, can talk about it as well. Uh, Keith, I think we, we need to start with the beginning because uh, you don't uh, just went into the flower business just by going to a school or a university. Can you explain me a bit? How did you end up in the flower industry? So uh, I kind of started off in the life science. <laughs> So my background is in life sciences. So I did mm -hmm. my my studies in the life science, but I've always interested in uh, flowers and plants and horticulture. So after I graduated, I did a big switch. I joined the National Park Sport and I was with the Botanic Gardens working on horticultures and that's where all my flowers started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were working with a lot of uh, interesting trees, collections and uh, species. So we are maintaining I started off uh, my first few years with the National Orchid Garden doing the orchid display, taking care of the orchid plants. Yeah. After that, I moved on to the main part of the garden where I was taking care of the, co uh, the collections at nearer to the orchard road area. So we kind of divide the gardens into a few parts. So I was, taking, I was with that and then we got really exposed to the big exciting part of the flower world where we did the Singapore Garden Festival. Yeah. Yeah, so that was when everything just went boom. I just have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. We've got uh, Alison in already saying, Keith, darling, so good to see you with our uh, John Elstrace, big hugs. So uh, great, Alison is in uh, as well. I think you have a great story uh, about how you met Alison as well. Yes, I actually met her during the Garden Festival. I was a steward for her. The, she was the chief judge during that time so yeah. i was very lucky during the festival i was uh steward to her and all the judges so i got to listen to the behind the scenes all the the interesting stories how they judge i can't say anything i'm gonna go this yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that was really a very very amazing experience uh, working with all the different judges and seeing how their different views how they how they have their different opinions what work what didn't and why after that, when they had a debrief with the designers, uh, they had their, their sharing session and yeah. they would share the designers, the designers would kind of do their feedback. And, you know, it was a, sometimes there was, the ongoing conversation helped everyone to grow in many, many ways. So that was really, really uh, helpful for me yeah. when I make my final decision that, hey, this is what I want to go. And meeting Alison was the best thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alison, uh, I think that's a, a huge compliment uh, coming your way. So uh, you can open a bottle of champagne already. <laughs> yes, she's missing her champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, without any, uh, or of course you have an education, but the floral education, you already said uh, learning from judges, but where did you, did you get all the information and, and how did you roll in to getting more knowledge and or was it a lot of trial and error? Uh, yes, there was definitely a lot of trial and error. I had to figure out a lot of things for myself. I had to do a lot of uh, test trials, uh, buy different materials to work with them to understand the materials. And, you know, sometimes uh, I was very lucky. I had friends around me who would comment and critique my work. I was like, hey, this is really ugly. This should be longer. There should be more space. And of course, Books were my best friend. I ordered a lot of different books, went to the library, um, went to exhibitions. Uh, whenever there was a designer who did an exhibition, whether it be online in a, or, a, or a session, I really went down to attend the workshops and, and really pay attention to what they were saying, you know, what works, what wasn't, how flowers should be uh, 
prepared, what you do with the floral foam and, and so on. So that was a lot of, it was a very steep curve and a lot of failures along the way, but that definitely helped me to be where I am today. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Alison is already saying, uh, but my proudest moment was when uh, he went to win a major award at the Garden Festival. It was a full <laughs> circle for me. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's great. Just rolling in, in into the garden festival and and helping out the judges, and then the later winning there as well. I mean, that makes yeah, it's it's a story for in a boys uh, book. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, and I will, we will show some of the pictures of the garden festival uh, as well later, as well as uh, the other beautiful park that there is in in, in Singapore. Uh, but before that, you were you have already been traveling uh, pre-COVID, of course, all over the world to show your designs as well. Yes. So I, I want to show some of, of the designs and maybe you can uh, share some of your uh, thoughts or, or what you were making there. Uh, this is uh, when I was in the Chelsea Flower Show. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, let me see. I'm terrible with the years. <laughs> <laughs> really really terrible yeah so uh that was in 2017 yeah. so that was when i took the a really big chance i i said hey let's go to the chelsea flower show that by then i i've left left my government service so yeah. i was in the private sector we said hey let's do it so we went there it was a pedestal piece it was a solo piece uh we did it overnight built this from scratch did the trials in singapore <laughs> separated the whole piece Lost count of the amount of bamboo I have to retwine back <laughs> and rewire back overnight. Didn't sleep for two nights. <laughs> Tried to fit the whole structure behind a, behind a grab car. <laughs> so yeah, so so it was a very good experience and it was a real surprise because uh, at at the debrief session we yeah. actually found out that not just did I manage to get a gold award, I was actually it was, I was one of the two who were running in the to be the best of show for that for that category so that for that session i think it was a session too so it was it was really 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 amazing so this whole piece was inspired by by the life and the possibilities in life so yeah from the bottom at the end of the tier so it's kind of like a small bumpy journey which starts with a lot of buds a lot of leaves and it goes into flowers and eventually it blooms off into the center and it's more like um, it white was used as a center you know cluck uh, blues and grays and browns were more like the little bumps in life you know when you're traveling along the flower journey and then you yeah. get to this big pure white dahlia blooms of possibility you know everything is possible everything is white so that's how this whole piece was inspired by oh, it's unbelievable it's really beautiful and traveling all over the world and and uh, putting it back together not sleeping for two nights and then <laughs> And then being a prize winner, I mean, that's that's such a great reward of, of making such beautiful thing. And then Alison uh, agrees there. She said it's not easy to win a gold at uh, the Chelsea Flower Show. And I mean, it is not. It's, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't something in my mind. All my all I had in mind was like, let's just finish the piece. Go for anything. You know, going to the flower market every morning and like. I want this flower and then telling myself, do you want to get it now? Because you're not going to see it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the market early in the morning, 6 a.m. And as I went through every store, I was like buying for three days. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's also flower business. I mean, uh, you have to travel all over the world and do, uh, you know, what the, the local circumstances give you. I mean, you don't know which flowers are there and, maybe tomorrow on the market there's something different or some and the whole idea changes yes definitely it's like you have a pre-plan of what flowers you want to use and you go there and say oh i don't have it this is not what i kind of expected and you you what you expect that you usually see in on home ground that's perfect may yeah. not be um, may not look as nice or as big as what you want and then you go hey there's something even better yeah. <laughs> let's use it so, yeah. so that, it's really exciting being overseas and looking at what the local growers are able to produce at their home homeland and you will be very surprised it's like you, you they had many many things that was grown in the uk they had things that flew in from all over the world it was really amazing it's like 
pot plants, trees, cut flowers, cut foliage, preserve things. Oh my God, it was just amazing. It was quite that experience. Yeah. And also, if, if you travel a lot and, and, and you were traveling a lot, you see that uh, the stuff you could get locally and was really fresh, and then you travel to the other side of the world, uh, maybe not aware that in the belly of the plane are, are the, <laughs> your, your local flowers flying with you. And then you open those boxes or you see them at the flower market and you think they're not as fresh I, as I'm used to, but yes. yeah, I mean, <laughs> they'll be flying with you as well. So, yeah, but definitely. But on the other hand, you get some other local products which look way better than you're used to. So that, that makes it really nice as well and, and to use those uh, flowers. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the whole flower designing and the designing what you do brings you to a lot of great places. Got to hear another picture. Do you know where it is? Do you still remember? <laughs> yes, I was in Japan, House Ten Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, that was another amazing experience. Uh, beautiful, beautiful place. We, we had uh, we had a lot of fun. Almost got a typhoon. We were very lucky this round. The typhoon didn't, didn't blow in. Okay. And we, we, we worked with very interesting materials. Same thing, pre-ordered some things. Went to the flower market. <laughs> this round, not so much at the flower market, but the hardware shop. I went to the garden center to get uh, various uh, pot arrangements. So this is yeah. like a growing tree or bonsai tree that uh, this material that I use is actually the, the vine is a veneer that actually mm -hmm. use on furniture okay. so I, I use a lot of the veneer and I kind of like turn that into this floating structure and it, it kind of like grew into a tree and then we had a lot of test tubes bounded with a gobelin wire and individual flowers inside it's also beautiful and what I already see would just the two things that we show you work with a lot of different materials it seems that you're not stick to one thing or like the veneer you, you like the veneer and you go with the veneer for for many years but you you keep on changing yes i i i i like to experiment with different things i think it's good to uh work with different materials and don't just stick to one because you yeah. you never know which will work and it's also good that in every work that you work with a different material lets you fully understand how far you can stretch the material and eventually you don't know that one day perhaps it might not all just be wood it could be a wood with something else or wood or just uh, wood that doesn't appear to behave like wood so i think that is the fun part about floristry never restrict yourself to one material because you never know what you're going to be able to produce yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like you said, traveling somewhere and not knowing which flowers you can get, although there are pre-orders, uh, maybe you don't get uh, the flowers, but also the materials. Of course, you can bring some some materials, but yeah, you have to find some things locally as well. Yes, and, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, directly changing to something else, also again, different materials. <laughs> this is a lot of test tubes. <laughs> <laughs> so. So this uh, this piece is at the Singapore Garden Festival. So yeah. this is um, about connections. So we I blacked out the the whole space and each test tube. Same thing we bounded in gold because in our culture gold is a very precious matter. Yeah. So I thought so possibilities are is a very uh, connections and possibilities are very important important aspects of life. So gold was the best choice of material to represent this this uh, this aspect of it and we use a lot of bright bright color uh, bright, brightly colored flowers that we flew in from holland and so there were this spiral that's going out a little bit inspired by the supernova the center circle is pure white with some local flowers and uh, a lot of uh, temperate flowers because it's like you i, I was put it this way you don't have a lot of opportunities in Singapore to work with very exotic European flowers. So yeah. we have uh, uh, Nirins and Glorosas. Uh, what are they? There were a lot of, I think there was Asclepias inside also. So each Not test tube had about yeah. one or two, two types of flowers. So I think there was a very good opportunity to showcase to local Singaporeans what are the various options and how beautiful the flower world can be and it's not just tropical flowers but also overseas flowers you know if you don't get to travel this is the best time you get to see all the flowers from around the world yeah yeah it, re it really is 
and uh, here we can see you uh, working on, on, the, on the piece as well. Yes, uh, um, PC spraying. Can I mention yeah. floral life? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> yeah, so so we had to preserve the flower. It's it's uh it was in the tentish area, so the environment kind of fluctuates a lot. So you really yeah. need a good good. Um, it was in a special special flower jar from Japan. Uh, so this kind of while well, the flowers were growing inside this uh, I didn't use water, so it was a gel for these flowers, and then. Okay. This uh, spray actually helped to keep the flowers last long, a lot longer within the environment. Yeah. And how long did, did the whole arrangement stay there? Uh, I only had to do one change. So okay. the flowers really lasted really long. I think the whole festival is about nine, nine days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and this, uh, did you win a prize with this uh, arrangement? Yes, I, I got a bronze in the Singapore Garden Festival. Okay. I mean, it's... I mean, it, it, it looks beautiful, uh, and like I said to you before, uh, we've been talking to uh, Leon Kluge as well, who was in the, in the festival. I mean, yeah. uh, do you already know when the next festival is, so we can book our tickets? <laughs> <laughs> we are waiting for, you know what, to kind of go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be uh, last year, then it kind of got postponed to this year, but um, we, we're still not too sure on the situation but they are working on many multiple smaller garden shows within singapore but we can't really do a big one big one at the moment so we're waiting for good news so hopefully yeah. we shall see something either the end of this year or maybe next year i mean that that, that would be great i mean uh for the people uh just uh, look at our uh youtube page and then subscribe as well uh, while you're there then you can find uh, the interview with uh, with leon as well and then you can see his creations what he made uh, during the festival uh, as well there I mean, uh, it must be great to walk there. I don't know uh, how many days I, I would walk there, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> Alison has the behind the scenes. There are plans, but it's not announced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alison, let's let's hope. But uh, yeah, we're not... Uh, we agreed on not uh, saying the, the word that, uh, that we mentioned too many times already. So... <laughs> yeah. Let's hope uh, we all meet there, uh, Alison. I mean, and, and, and see more of those creations that we see now. I mean, Keith, this is really unbelievable how beautiful this one is. I mean, this, this is real art. <laughs> it was a very backbreaking experience, but it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> we were going up and down the tubes, up and down, up and down. And I was like, <laughs> And then you go back to the first one again. So, oh no, it's not in the correct position. And you go up and down, up and down the ladder. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you think of something and you think, oh, this is going to be great. But you don't directly think of the amount of work that's, that's behind it. <laughs> yes, I underestimated it. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, sleep we can always do later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think it was worth it. And, and, if you finish the piece and and once the the festival is running are you there as well just to see the reactions of the people or yeah i, I pop in once in a while just to yeah. see and it's uh it's very encouraging i'll put it as a designer when you see people stopping in front of your works uh, young kids parents older folks and they really stop there to to just take in everything i think that that as a designer it tells you that you, you succeeded and they, yeah. you know, I think even if it that's critic, that is still positive critic because you don't always have, it's a, you can love everything, but you kind of have to understand why people don't like something, and you you kind of like wait as a designer and you wait yourself. Like, is it going to help you? If it's not going to help you, you know, it goes out this way. Yeah, yeah. But but I mean also uh, like you uh, said before with the jury, not only saying okay uh, these are your points but also some some positive critics okay uh, this is why we gave you these points and, and yes. this can be improved i mean uh, we need to get forward uh, all of us so that's that's why uh, yeah good critics are are great i mean yeah it helps everybody it's like you don't care really who or who gives you all the critic but yeah it, it helps ah jellyfish <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I really love the way you play with 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 flowers, plants, and greens. And uh, I mean, uh, there are 
you're not only playing with the flowers, but with all the senses that people have. The, I mean, uh, you look at it, you talk about it, you smell it, you feel it. I mean, I think that's what it's all about. Flowers are more than just beauty. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's very important to me to bring on the emotions because uh, this is at the Floral Fantasy Dome at Gardens by the Bay. So yeah. gardens, yeah, gardens by the bay. You kind of have the impression, of, you know, by the bay. So I thought, hey, why not under under the sea? So I did this piece with preserved flowers, and it, it kind of I created this aquarium under the sea look where you could kind of sit and pose with the photo where jellyfish kind of fly around you. Yeah. So, so we did this with preserved hydrangeas, rose, uh, garden rose, and I think there were a few other other items inside. So this is the entire piece, and we harvested humongous palm leaves yeah i, I, I was glitter man for a few weeks <laughs> sprayed all the glitter on everything so everything was all sparkly and magical so i think this this is i, I tried to create this experience and it really like when you go into the flower fantasy they had very very interesting flowered balls that went up and down so these jellyfishes are still there floating up and down on the on the moving mechanism so it I think this aspect of a childlike fantasy and imagination is very important in floristry that you don't just smell the flowers, you feel the flowers and when you cannot feel the flowers, hey, let it play with your mind. Yeah. So so actually the construction was also moving or the jellyfish were also moving? Uh, not, not in this photo, but okay. in another area of the garden where they shifted it to, they, they had this uh, motorized mechanism that went up and down. So. It, it really works with the jellyfish. So you see wow. this bobbing jellyfish that goes up, down, up, down. It's really, really fun. It really gave life because I didn't, I didn't kind of like just put the jellyfish like just all looking upwards. I, I tilted it at an angle. So it really yeah. appeared like they, they just got stuck swimming there and they just froze. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really cool. I mean, this is how you, how you create a, a, a attraction park with flowers. I mean, yeah, this, I, is, this is something great for everybody to see. Yes, I really try to create a lot of movement, not uh, not just with the with the floral materials, but with the mechanisms also. So this, I did this uh, floral motive wiring mechanism to make the body of the jellyfish, and then yeah. it kind of like you know uh, the, the, when the jellyfish opens up, so it open up with all the hydrangeas, and then the, the tentacles kind of they just float in the middle, float away with a lot of. This uh, colored wedding, uh, asparagus wedding fern, and it just kind of da, 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 <laughs> just disappear. And I try to put it as long as I can without the whole thing sagging down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I really tease the material to, you know, that's the maximum it's going to go. If not, it's going to look really, really saggy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, Maya is also saying, uh, proud of your achievement, achievements as a fellow Singaporean. Very beautiful works. And my, we haven't seen everything yet because we, <laughs> we have so much more. <laughs> to show i mean it's 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 unbelievable uh what you did there and with all the glitters and everything it's really really beautiful yes it's it's unbelievable and and this is uh year round you can visit this right or or how, how uh, do you see this park you can visit yes the flower fantasy dome is um is uh year round is open it's still open i believe i don't think uh we have closed it during the COVID yet I believe they are still open, uh, yeah. but this exhibition has a uh, it, it it did it run over to the uh, to the Lunar New Year, which is in January uh, last year. So uh, this is an artist. Uh, they have a feature artist, so this feature piece has uh, ended. But we are still very lucky in that sense. Uh, they kept the jellyfishes, yeah. <laughs> so they are still bobbing there. They <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely still bobbing there. So they still. You can still catch the jellyfishes there. They they did a touch up with more flowers, so it's even more more colorful right now, and it's still yeah. going up, up and down. I mean, but that that's I mean a great honor as well. You 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 had your uh yeah your fixed period there probably. Yes. The gardens and and now they're still using your work. Yes, it's uh, it's it's a it's a real honor as honestly yeah. as a designer. It's it's, it's not something you get every day. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, and, and yeah, you can see everybody loves your work. Uh, and there, there's some other side project uh, you did. <laughs> 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 uh, 
uh, let's call it a little side project. I mean, uh, when I told I was going to do an interview with you, one of my employees was jumping up and down because she was so happy. She said, wow, I've been there and I've been walking there. And it was a pity that I had to <laughs> get on the plane again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then probably that's the reaction of a lot of people because, uh, yeah, take us through what I'm talking about. What, what, what was the other project uh, you did? <laughs> At a very big... Uh the jewel <laughs> i mean it's yeah it's singapore airport uh when did it open uh it's kind of a few years back uh, let me see i think we've got it here the official opening ceremony yeah uh october 2019 yes correct so from which part or when uh did you get involved into the project uh, we, we were there when they were still building. So, uh, about two years before that, we were, we were already involved in the project. They opened up a tender inviting uh, local design. Uh, it was a local tender for the Petters Garden, which is on the topmost level of Jiwa Changi Airport. Yeah. So, it, it was a, a small garden in the, t um, in the ticketed area. And we had to present our, our concept for four, four designs and it was a very big fight among a lot of very very amazing tenderers and they love my design <laughs> so we were very blessed we we got it yeah and so we, we went in they were still building that thing we, we we had to work very closely with their horticulture team with their management and their senior management all the way up to the ceo do a lot of presentation so we got to see it when it was still in construction phases but yeah. it was not it was really raw it was when they were closing up everything the trees were all in and we went down to the tree nursery amazing they had lots of trees lots of palms all stored up ready to be put in and we will we had to work uh, we will have to do a bit more technical things like uh where the electrical box how big the electrical box was going to be where yeah. the water points are going to be so that you know the, the the gardeners don't have to walk inside the landscape to water things so that was uh, that was when we we moved in and when they did the big opening, the garden was already running for a while. So yeah. this is summer summer design. Uh, sorry, we started off. We were supposed to open in spring, then we okay. opened in summer. This is the autumn. So this was summer going into autumn. So all the planting scape started moving towards. We brought in a lot of chrysanthemums. Yeah. Darker pink hydrangeas, a lot of gusmanias. Uh, we changed our phalaenopsis. Each tree had about two, two hundred over phalaenopsis. I remember. So we worked with. Uh, it was like a seasonal change. You only could change after, after eleven, twelve when they closed. Yeah. So <laughs> the trees were like going into autumn. Pink started turning to orange. Orange turning to purple. It was very hilarious. It's like as if autumn was. Uh, merging in then at yeah. night we, you had the music from the fountain that we had this uh, changing lights on the arches that was inspired by the national orchid so we kind of like we draw our inspiration from the pet the venations of the national flower yeah. and that was the arch so this is the two half arches we have a full arch and everything is all and there's a small little stream that's kind of bubbling and broke bubbling throughout the whole landscape so it's a very narrow 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 garden design so we really had to work to make it stretch to make you feel as if it's not just one straight line so there was a lot of hidden corners and it was to give this uh, impression that you no know, not just the adults could enjoy the garden the kids the older folks there were chairs for them to sit on so many many families came down to do their uh, family shoots uh, portraits everybody was taking instagram shots the the colors were subtly changing at night and at, when the garden is at night it's really amazing you could sit there for hours enjoy the enjoy the aircon and you, it's it's very magical with the background music yeah. everything it's it's amazing it is a very it's a sensory orgasm <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and again it's it's more like uh not only the beauty but uh, the music and and, and of course uh the fragrance, the fragrance as well of, of the flowers and, and yes. plants which are there. I mean, it's 
it's it's unbelievable what you what you put together there. I mean, it, it's so beautiful. You can even see some uh, some uh, statues there as well. Yeah, uh, this is spring. So it was the year when okay. uh, the the Chinese zodiac year, the year of the the red. So yeah. we, we we did this um, red mascots, and okay. we had it. <laughs> it's like this pinkish purple. So this was a very classic design. So it, it uh, during the lunar new year we have this oversized, very auspicious four season lime in the display. So these are the pillars. Yeah. Yeah, and then this family of mice inside with all their floral petal skirts inside the flower landscape. And you can see the LED butterflies flying through the landscape. And during Valentine's Day, we had uh, it all changed to cherry blossoms. So we brought in cherry blossom trees, but I couldn't find the photo. So I only had the oranges. <laughs> I mean, you must be so lucky if, if you live in Singapore and you have to go to the airport. I think you can go two days before you have to leave <laughs> and walk through the gardens. I mean, this is unbelievable. And it is changing uh, every season as well. And even with the holidays, you, you change it. Yeah. I we had we had four designs, so we went into winter too. So winter was pure. Yeah, this is another very cute mice family. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's we, we make sure every single mice was had a different color code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and, and we're hopping from one season into another, and not in a logical uh, order. But uh, I didn't think it 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 matters because it's uh, it's so beautiful to see what uh, what we have here. Yeah, this is winter. So that year it coincided with um, the movie Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> so Elsa was there and all. So we had this uh, Ponsettia Christmas trees. I uh, had yeah. six, uh, six of them. So this is a, a hidden metal structure that we put in uh, potted plants. And we lit it up. So the tallest one was about almost two, three, I think it was 3.5. 3.5 meters, it almost went all the We maximized the height to almost touch the ceiling. So it gives you the sense of, uh, it really make you look up and it's like, you don't feel like you're kind of like put down by the ceiling, even though the ceiling is quite high. So yeah. you really want to bring that dimension of the height. Yeah, here we can see the height more. I think it's- Yeah. Really and Santa Claus was inside this igloo. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> very magical, very magical. I mean, it's unbelievable. And like you said, there was, uh, yeah, the, the frozen uh, part there as well. With yeah, the... we had a sledge inside and they put in artificial snow. We brought in some miniature Christmas trees. Not not the real Christmas trees. But after that, I think they had a, uh, the, the second winter display that they did themselves. They had yeah. uh, live Christmas trees with a lot of lights. It was also a very magical experience. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's really nice in, in daytime, but nighttime, I mean, it looks magical as well. Yes, we kept to white and blue, so it was very soothing. It, it, it was, I, I find that in the design, it's very important to really make that, that not just in terms of the, the plants that are used, but also in terms of the color to really differentiate everything. So we kept it to uh, very lilac, very cool tones of silver, blues, light purples, and a lot, a lot of white, and the pink was very washed up pastel pink. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I can imagine how much joy it gives for people to to have a stopover or to fly to Singapore and and see all of this. And I mean, the nice thing is, if you don't have a lot of time, you you can still see it, right? Because there's a special shuttle or a train. Going yes, through. there's a there's a shuttle that go, goes through the terminal. So it's for the passengers who are they transiting between terminals and they can't get off. They don't have time to get off. So they can take the, the monorail within the display and they can go through go through and get a glimpse of it. I mean, they won't be able to see the Petters Garden, but they, they can really go through and enjoy the whole, the majestic waterfall, the Shishedo Forest Valley. It's, yeah, it, it's quite, yeah. <laughs> quite, quite a, really. yeah, and then very brilliant. Yeah, the, the waterfall. Uh, I don't have a picture of the of the waterfall or a video, but if you uh, Google it, you will see it. It's a beautiful waterfall, and there's been a lot of television shows as well about how they built uh, the waterfall <laughs> as well because it's uh, it was on Discovery Channel. I've seen the the special there. Uh, it, it's not only the flowers and the plants, but it's a huge huge project uh, to to build all this. Uh, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable to see all those 
it's it's flowers, plants. Uh, I mean, all your senses. Here we can see. Uh, let me hide myself because this is the opening ceremony. So the space that's at the bottom is where the waterfall. They often they switch it off for the event. They had a very special opening song for this ceremony. So yeah. all the all the, the the dancing lights and the backdrop where you see all the trees. That is the valley of the. I think this is about maybe three or four levels or maybe even five levels of trees that's going all the way up to create this valley effect and you can actually walk from level one all the way up to up to the topmost floor it's, it's really amazing wow it's, yeah and, and it, it, it's, it's a very amazing project you could get lost in this place you don't need to go out there's shopping there's a hotel inside you're spoiled for choice for food you can do a massage inside <laughs> <laughs> Everything's possible. I mean, you don't even have to leave, like you said. <laughs> you can leave there. You don't have yeah. to leave. That's <laughs> really again unbelievable how it how it looks. I mean, uh, I think we still have the summer to go, and hopefully, uh, this is uh, the summer I'm showing at the moment. Yes, this is the summer design. Uh, we brought in a uh, like like pink phalaenopsis, uh, so we mixed in uh, the local mukaras, so we had to, I think it's, uh, well, the Singapore, the orchid is the national flower, so we, we slipped in a few types of uh, orchids inside the display, so yeah. we kind of like, we kept it local, but uh, we brought in different plants from around the world. Some were grown in Singapore, uh, especially grown for this project, so they, they brought in different things, and then we, there was a lot of uh, special plants, bulk plants that we brought in, amaryllis, uh, liatris, uh, cyclamens, tulips, hyacinths. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when everything blew, everybody was like, oh my god, there's narcissus, there's hyacinths. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful to have them as well, of course. Um, it's, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm checking all those pictures and I try to find some tulips or hyacinths, but we've got so many beautiful pictures uh, in so uh but how did you come up with the idea of making the trees with with the phalaenopsis hanging down um we we wanted to create this um the whole the design was it, it was really not just to have every corner as an instagram worthy spot so whether you you look up you look down, you look left, you look right, you squat at any corner. We really wanted it to be Instagram worthy. So social media is kind of the in thing right now. So we really want you to be able to capture even with the Philanopsis tree. So we wanted to create this. We didn't want to put another tree inside. So we thought, hey, why not? Let, let's design an oversized natural looking tree with, with man-made vines going up it and a lot of orchids, cut, uh, inverted orchids coming down so it looks like a, a cherry blossom tree that has blooms that's kind of suspended yeah yeah and you could just stand under it and do a up shot and each we we <laughs> i was a little bit naughty in the sense i i make sure that everything spiraled in one direction yeah <laughs> they, almost, they almost killed me for it because they had six trees inside i was like uh, from this entrance, you have to spiral in this direction. From the other entrance, you have to spiral in from another direction. So everything met in the center. So they were like, why? I said, no, it makes a difference. Because when you walk in, you want the orchids to subtly lead you in with the way they spiral. And mm -hmm. when you walk into the end, and from the other side, even though it's not the correct direction to walk in, because the, the whole area moves in one direction, but people do walk in from the other direction. So you don't want the flowers to subtly unconsciously chase you out. So you want them to okay. bring you in by going inwards towards the garden. I mean, during our shows, I'm sometimes telling that uh, flowers have a, uh, a face and that yes. they can look at you like roses. They grow towards the sun. So there's always a front and a back on, on, on flowers. Yes, definitely. Uh, we are always told to do that. <laughs> yeah, but even on such a big scale, uh, it works. Or it may probably even works better on such a big scale. Yes, uh, the placements of flowers um, and plants is very important. So even not, it's not all the time that we plant things straight up. In even in this very, very simple display, we we had to mount up to create the height so that yeah. the plants appear taller than they are. And at the edges, we didn't actually put the plants straight upright. We actually had to tilt it upwards. So when they bloom 
in the display, they will naturally cascade over the edges. So actually in this photo, you really don't see the the, the, the tall plastic aging that we put along the sides to prevent people from accidentally walking in. Mm -hmm. So it is it was so inviting. I think it was a real success because everybody kind of like <laughs> there were a lot of people who walked into the, the landscape. Yeah. It was very funny. I mean, yeah, that, but that's a, a great compliment that it's so inviting to to get into the the, the gardens and uh, of course, uh, hopefully they don't destroy anything. But yeah, <laughs> a bigger compliment, I think you can't get. And uh, what I think is is is. Uh, it's not funny, but but in a way that you were already thinking about. Okay, how are we going to? Sh how are people going to show this on Instagram, or how can we use the Instagram uh, in this so people m will make nice pictures and tell about it? And, and uh, in, in in a way, how how they can show uh, the garden in in the best way. So that's quite interesting. How you think about that already with your design as well. Yeah, uh, so in this, what they did with the publicity team was they did a lot of hashtag and they had uh, competitions to take photos, not just in the Petters Garden, but also in the entire Jewel. So yeah. it's very important to work with the correct hashtag. And the marketing team will do uh, all these other competitions. And you can see with the correct hashtag, it really brings a lot of attention. I mean, yeah, definitely this place is really very spectacular. but every additional interest every additional social media account really brings a lot more positive uh, attention and needed attention to this place because there are people who really don't have time to come down but hey you never know it's a big in a way we can say it's a big oversized departmental store so that the attraction and the, the attention that you bring to this place it spins off to everybody who's involved with this project yeah. It spins off to the departmental stores, it spins off to the designers, the electricians. You, you never know who's going to benefit from this whole, whole exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lenny is joining as well. Hi, Lenny. Uh, she Hi, said Lenny. a lot of tele right <laughs> there. I mean, Lenny, uh, I think you also need to fly to Singapore to see all this beauty because it's unbelievable. Uh, yes, you, everybody should visit this. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's so nice to see that uh, it's it's such a big project. But thinking about using the right hashtag, I mean, for florists, I think that that's a good thing as well. Well, well having a wedding, but also in your own shop or uh, when you're doing a uh, a wedding or another type of event, uh, go around and and take selfies and see if if the flowers look right and and things like that because that's what people are doing at the moment. Yes, uh, definitely. That's what that's what I do. Like um, I find it's very important to, uh, when especially during weddings, is to whip up when you, in fact, not just for weddings, any display that you do with flowers, you have to take out your camera because that is, unfortunately, that's what most of the time everybody's going to do. They'll capture everything with their handphone. And if it doesn't look good in photos, something needs to be moved. Yeah. And the magic can happen much later because the photo tells a thousand words how you create the depth within your arrangement, the smell, the flowers you use, and then things jumping around that doesn't appear in the photo, the subtle details, it's really for whoever who's coming to, to that event to yeah. enjoy for themselves. And that is something that even videos can't really help you sometimes. Yeah. So that is the additional part that only you can bring as a designer to, to, to the client. Yeah. Is, is there a big difference what the eye sees and what, what the camera sees? If you think, yes. okay, by eye, now it looks great, and then you go around with your camera, there are a lot of adjustments, or is it just, just final details? I would say there are final details, but sometimes uh, the camera is very flat. So yeah. unfortunately, there are times that what looks good and you need it to look that way and the place that way doesn't really do any justice to the to the arrangement when you take a photo so you have to make that sacrifice to move that flower to another position where on the photo it looks fantastic but definitely that's not something we'll do for a competition because you know it, it just doesn't work that way because yeah. you are being judged live and you know the photo is not going to do any justice but well if it's a commercial work photo work photo is yeah. very important especially during uh, weddings 
you want every single flower that the client spends on to work in their photo and yeah. to be seen in a photo i mean yeah that's yeah the, 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 a picture doesn't lie they say <laughs> yes definitely and like you said unfortunately you can't give uh all the other senses they're not in the picture so that that needs yeah it needs to be picked picture perfect yes 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 yeah and and i think what i learned is uh use more of the, all the the senses with the flowers but also use some sound use uh lights more things to to get it more alive i think flowers by themselves are already beautiful but yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh like uh the correct lighting helps a lot well there's a i would say there's two camps there's a the camp that says that no you shouldn't use colored lights on flowers yeah. uh, especially fresh cut flowers where you're supposed to present them in their actual colors and where they look best at but when it depends on what what you want to achieve you're trying to achieve theater you're trying to achieve drama yes the light helps but just have a moment where it goes back to a soft warm warm white uh, yeah. warm white so you do ex enjoy the flower at their true natural beauty but don't go daylight depends on how you use it what the daylight when it washes out everything in white you have to be very careful about your distance because if not everything's just going to be like uh, yeah. more flat <laughs> yeah, yeah i think there are way more things than we uh, you are uh, already working on it but lights can light and, and and sound and everything can play, play such a big role in how we experience things so also the flowers so flowers already gives us a lot of joy yes but we can even boost that effect with with all other senses yes definitely I and agree. i think you're you're a master on that one so that's why i'm really happy that you're uh, that you're in the show <laughs> i'm still learning i'm still learning i still have a long way to go so it's still a lot of trial and errors yeah but uh, the, i mean then we still do uh, or we will do another show and then uh, you will show uh, what you come up uh, with uh, that time i mean yeah. uh, i think it's always a learning curve and also the flowers are changing the plants are changing all the time with new varieties new shapes uh, all those things uh just talking about things changing uh what can you see in terms of trends at the moment in singapore um, what trends are there at the moment i think there is a, a slight trend leaning towards uh, preserved flowers yeah i mean much as i love <laughs> fresh flowers I, I think it's um it's very important to have something fresh in the house it's um but the younger generation they they tend to lean a bit towards uh preserve because um it's easier to maintain first one thing and yeah. it lasts for a while but it, it depends on what you want to achieve and locally we because we are so used to tropical flowers we still love what we can't get which is all the european <laughs> flowers yeah and the other way around <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, we breed uh a lot of orchids but uh, we don't really use a lot of orchids locally we, we sleep in one or two but uh, yeah. it, it will take a while i think it's like a it's like a fashion trend it will take a few years it come back again and you never know you know some some things that now carnations are coming back chrysanthemums are coming back it, it, okay. uh, traditionally in the local met chinese culture chrysanthemums yeah. we keep, we generally keep it for the, the funerals but nowadays yeah there's so many new colors that's coming up people are using chrysanthemums in in the arrangements in their bouquets the spray spray moms the big moms and people are moving away from roses they are asking for smell they're asking for garden roses uh, peony is always a hit because it's yeah. so beautiful but it doesn't unfortunately it, it just melts very quickly over here but yeah. we love peonies, we love hydrangeas, tulips, whenever we have it. We are, we are so spoiled right now that we have tulips all year round. Yeah, I mean, that's great. And peonies are available all year round as well now. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, that, that's great. Of course, uh, sometimes it's nice to have something really seasonable. But, but with weddings and, and with Instagram and uh, Pinterest, and brides or future brides seeing a bouquet with with peonies and they say i want it but my wedding is in uh february and they've got no clue that there are normally there weren't any peonies but now at least you can get them yes definitely and foliage a lot of different foliage are coming into play now uh, yeah i would say a lot of audiences are embracing foliage 
and they are not just stuck on the traditional usual foliage and they are very willing to experiment. So having uh, leaves in the arrangement is something that's coming up gradually and you can see more and more florists using more and more different type of leaves inside okay. the arrangement, not just the tradition. Usually we see a lot of eucalyptus because one thing it lasts a, lasts a long time, but now yeah. we are seeing people sleeping in different type of leaves, palm leaves, ivies and, and a lot of different magnolias so a lot of leaves are coming to singapore so we really see very interesting ways that everybody's using things yeah i mean that's great and what about plants is there something going on in plants as well or <laughs> it is very funny is during the covid period suddenly everybody be turned into a farmer <laughs> everybody <laughs> turned into a landscaper so i think everybody got bored at home yeah, we saw a lot of houseplants become very popular. Monsteras are hit. Anything with variegation is a is a must have. It's like the go to right now. And yeah. miniature plants, everybody's growing something. It's either you can eat it or you can keep it. And yes, <laughs> and things that used to be like really at a reasonable price, they have skyrocketed. It's it's so interesting. It's like watching shares. Okay, uh, it's it's unbelievable. And is it also because in Europe there's a trend as well with some uh, special uh, plants, so variegated or uh, monstera variegated. I mean, yes. it's something to get a hold of that one is like having gold in your hands. Yes, 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 moment. definitely. The uh, this the Asian, I see the the variegated trend is growing. Uh, it's getting very strong right now. Everybody's buying something variegated. It, it's very funny. <laughs> I mean, if it's a stable variegation, definitely. But yeah. so we can see more and more variegated stuff are coming up and everybody must have it. We have variegated limes, variegated syngoniums, variegated, variegated orchids, variegated um, hydrangeas. So, so many things, they, they, whatever they can get a variegation on it, it's, it's out there right now. Okay, so the variegated tulips must be a real hit if they're there. They are there, so uh, it's just a small quantities, but at least they're there. <coughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, wow, great. I mean, Keith, it's it's great talking to you. We, I mean, we have we have seen so many things of your your great work. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, to see all the talent uh, just in one person, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I'm that wonderful yet. <laughs> no, but I mean, already what you're doing now, and, and you can already see improvement in yourself, or probably you already have tons of ideas in your head to, to make new things. Uh, I mean, uh, I think everybody who's watching, and myself as well, I mean, I would be glad to speak to you soon as well, after you finished one of your new projects, to see uh, yeah, what you made this time, and uh, with what kind of material as well, because you're changing all the time, which makes it really interesting to follow you. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep, I hope I have a few more exciting projects out here. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, soon we will uh, see you again and uh, hopefully in person as well. And then uh, we can have a drink and, and discuss all the, the wonderful things you're uh, making or you made and uh, you were going to make as well. Yes, I will be looking forward to have you in Singapore or hopefully I can fly to Holland soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we will meet if it's in Holland or Singapore. Uh, let's let's find out. But uh, for sure we will meet. And uh, I would like to thank you for your time, uh, Keith, to, uh, to explain everything, to show us everything and, and, and share all the information with us. Thank you for having so, me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, everybody who was watching, uh, thank you as well for watching and hope to see you uh, next week. Stay safe. Thank you. Hey.